everyone. Welcome to the Nicole One Show. I am your host, Cricket. Today we have a fabulous guest, Elder Antonio Allen. Welcome, Elder Antonio. Well, great, great morning to you. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. You're not a stranger. You're a poet, an author. It's mighty man of God. Just want to say thank you for your time and talent. Today, I just want to get started and ask one of the questions. There's a thousand questions I could ask, but I'm just, I numbered them. It's not that many. But when you deal with conflicts, spiritual conflicts with different ministries, how do you handle that as an elder? Uh, as an elder, uh, as a Christian, uh, the conflicts, you're going to come back. You're going to have disagreements. Uh, we most importantly and, and firstly have to go to the word. Uh, if we don't use the word, then we're going to be out of order. We're going to be out of alignment and we're not going to get uh, accomplished what we need to get accomplished if we don't consult the word. Uh, so any conflict that arises, uh, the best way to handle it is with the word. Amen. And a lot of people, when they look at politics, they feel that the politics in the world match the same political battles that they have and challenges that have to deal with Christians or in a church. My question to you, why is there politics in the church? Wow. Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, I, I don't know if I can give you a definite or definitive answer, but the problem to me, from my experience, uh, especially now, uh, there are so many who believe that conservatism and uh, Christianity go hand in hand when actually they do not. And history bears that out. Uh, I give you, I give you a personal, one of, my, one of the things I tried to do years ago, uh, and the Lord brought it back to me two years ago, we what this movement called uh, church, community, and culture. Okay. And what the Lord had me to do, I went to several pastors, several organizations, try to make them understand or get them to see that we work better together as the body of Christ uh, for the city of Detroit because of the blight, because of the crime, because of the politics. <laughs> and uh, if we work together, we can change our city and move it forward and, and, you know, give Detroit a whole brand new name, whole brand new reputation, you know, et cetera. And do you know how many conflicts that caused? <laughs> And, and that that really, uh, for the sake of honesty, that really hurt me because I'm saying to myself, how is it we all say that we love the Lord, use the same book, but we're so confused and conflicted and contrary, and we can't come together to accomplish the, the, the mission that the Lord told us to accomplish. That really messed me up. And tradition, politics. And some other things were the main source of this, the, ma the, the main issues. And when we deal with tradition, it's tradition that's man-made, not God-made. And when we look at unity, it's hard to come together because it's more than one organization coming together under one roof. And a lot of people think because it's Christian that it should blend. But a lot of times the politics starts with the head. So my question, the next question is, are you allowed to question leadership? Uh, yes, absolutely. And, and I think we, we, we question respectfully because let, let's, I'll, I'll use this. If you're a member of a church 
and you don't like the direction of the church, you can always leave. Okay. Uh, but I think uh, what happens is, and this was on the news not too long ago, you had a group at a church that didn't like uh, the fact that people were sowing you know, money uh, into a pastor for their birthday or whatever it was. And they stood up and caused commotion in the church. And it went viral. And the guy said, well, we, we're standing up for people. This is wrong. Okay, but if I come to your house and I don't like what's happening in your house, do I try to change your house or do I leave? Amen. So I can, I can question you and try to have a conversation with you about it. But at the end of the day, it's still your house, isn't it? And my thing is, even if some people don't, they feel threatened, even challenging at the house, even if they're wrong, they know they're wrong. So it's the alignment with the book of the Holy Ghost, the Bible. If they're Amen. not in line with the Bible, some still challenge to question the leadership. That's why. Yeah. The, go ahead. We, we, we put people uh, on pedestals. And that's never the case. It should be not the case. Uh, and the Bible tells us, Paul, the Apostle Paul, some of the least of these. Right? Now, you talk about a man who went to some of the best schools in Egypt and Greece, spoke several different languages. And the, uh, how the modern church is set up mainly came from Paul. But he said, compared to the others, he said, I'm the least of these. So he never thought of himself as higher. He always considered himself a bond servant. So when, when we lose that humility, because of our degree, <laughs> because we think that we're so anointed, so dynamic, then that might that might tell you that you might be in the wrong house. Amen. Amen. You are the CEO and founder of Allen Impact Ministries. Tell us a little bit about your ministry. Uh, Allen Impact Ministries. Uh, the, the Lord uh, brought that to me, and we uh, la officially launched in 2016. Uh, it, it serves as the evangelical arm of the church that we just launched, uh, Tabernacle of Christ. The purpose of Allen Impact Ministries is to empower people, give them the straight, uh, unadulterated truth about the gospel, and to be able to go and help to teach, to preach, to assist whomever, wherever, whenever. Uh, I, I believe that if the people can see the people of God working amongst them, it makes a difference. And I got that also from the Bible. Uh, when you read uh, mainly from Romans all the way through to like Hebrews, you will see there's a countless numbers of times that different apostles always ask the people, how did we behave among you? And they couldn't ask the people that question if they were not out there with the people. You, you see what I'm saying? Yes. And I think if we're going to help people, we need to be amongst the people to help them. And not just necessarily wait on them to come to a building. Amen. Amen. My thing is, thank you so much for being a part of the show, the Miko One Show. You're truly a blessing. But I have a couple of, one more question. You, you are an author and a poet. Do you have any upcoming projects as an author and a poet? Wow. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I've been so focused on ministry. Now, I still write some poems. I still write some pieces. And I, I have a friend of mine, she's like a sister. Uh, she got on me. She said, when are you going to produce it? When, I mean, when are you going to publish it? When are you going to publish it? I actually have enough to publish three books. I should say three more books. Uh, and as soon as the Lord re uh, releases it, I'm going to do that. 
Uh, the, the book that I want to do is called Relations and Ships. Uh, that'd be volume three. And it's, it deals with uh, all the poetry that's in there. It's almost 100 poems that deals with uh, a burning question. Do we know the difference between what are relations and what is relationship? And, and, and to me, uh, I look at today and so many people do not want to take the time to learn what is a relationship and how to build so we can grow together. Instead, they settle for relations that come and go and cause it so much damage. So not, not to get too deep, but that's, that's uh, uh, kind of what the book is geared to. Uh, like I said, I think it's officially like 85 poems, almost 100. Yeah, and it, it, I, I leave it up to the reader to put it in the category of if it's talking about relations or relationship. As far as the ministry, do you have any projects, anything, outreach ministries that you're trying to do for the public? Uh, we, we're always called on to uh, assist and, and do whatever we can. But uh, we're right now, I'm in prayer. Uh, my wife, we're in prayer about relocating. Uh, I may be relocating to the great state of Arizona. Man. So we're going to wait and see what the Lord says. Uh, and once he once he says it and finalizes, then either I'll be here and I have some projects I was working on post COVID. And what those were uh, was, again, was church, community and culture, bringing pastors together, bringing the body of Christ together, it, uh, building communities, but at the same time, building people and communities. Uh, and through this, uh, we started, like I said, post COVID, we had over 100 churches come together. And out of that came jobs, out of that came opportunities, out of that came resources and a brotherhood and a fellowship. But then, you know, COVID hit and we had to pull back on some things. Hey, man. Once again, I want to say thank you. In closing, give us an encouraging word or share with us some of your um, experiences. How, what, when people are in ministry, how to deal with conflict of interest in ministry because there's so many people that's in ministry that really don't know how to deal with the conflict and closing give them an encouraging word on how to deal with conflict when dealing with different ministries okay the first thing the bible says blessed is the peacemaker but in order to make peace you can't be afraid of confrontation and confrontation can be done with open honest respectful communication and if you cannot have that, you always pray, always, and be patient. And you move the way God says move, not by your emotions, not by uh, ego, not by pride. If we can do that, there's nothing that we cannot resolve, okay? Sometimes it takes patience. And you have to understand, when you, when you have patience, God is moving things on your behalf, and he's also building you for something greater. So just remember that when there's conflict in the church where leadership is not doing what they're supposed to do or they're allowing other folks to do what they're not supposed to do, it can be very angry, uh, very frustrating, uh, very disheartening. It can be. Been there, been through it. But the main thing is your relationship with the great I am, with Jesus Christ. If you focus on that, and I'm telling you, the Bible says he'll fight your battles, Right. So it's not about you fighting uh, so much with the tongue, but it's about you always staying connected and warring in the spirit. 
and, and God will move and will open doors. In closing, I just want to say thank you once again for being a part of the Nicole One Show. I always close with the prayer. So this time I'm going to do it a little differently. Let's allow your wife close us in prayer. Okay. Come on over here, wife. Be on one accord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this day. Give you honor and praise because if it had that been for you, we wouldn't be able to see this day. We take nothing for granted, but we give you all thanks and all praise, allowing us to be in this day to magnify and glorify you. Father, you allowed us to wake up this morning because there is an assignment on our lives, whether it's to speak a word, receive a word, or deliver be by someone as great as you. Father, we just want to say thank you, thank you, because you didn't have to do it, but you did. And because you did, here we are today. So all those who are listening, all those who are going through something, all those who said they just need to hear a word from you, God, we're asking you to open up their understanding, open up their minds, to allow you to be able to allow them to hear something, allow them to saturate in their spirits because you created us all. And to all of us, we belong to you. In the greater power in which you are, God, we want to say thank you on behalf of everyone that's listening, in Jesus' name, amen. We want to say thank you for everyone that's tuning in. Please subscribe to our podcast channel, Apple, Pandora, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please subscribe to our website, www.themecoleoneshow.com, www.themecoleoneshow.com. We have a YouTube channel, The Mecole One Show. Thank you.